0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the debut grand opening of Mad, do do? Mad Villain Bistro, Bed Breakfast,
1: ball, Grill, Cafe, on the water. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Terry Talks Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Clayton Terry, and I'm joined by a very special guest. I'm here with Alfie Arduini. The one who introduced him to Drag Race. Yes. So it's only fitting that he is my co-host on this episode, where we're going to do a retrospective of all things drag race so drag race has basically consumed the last year of our life
0: (laughs) yeah i mean
1: (laughs) basically (laughs) all of 2022 consisted of you know 196 regular episodes of drag race 65 all-stars episodes one recorded holiday special three live shows And I guess now a love for drag, at least for me, it's new, but a love for drag and drag race that (laughs) will hopefully last a lifetime.
0: Hopefully. I mean, show now has, what, 15, 17 spinoffs now. (laughs) (laughs) A plethora
1: of content to, you know, go back to the the well for. (laughs) So, yeah, we're talking Drag Race, all things Drag Race, in anticipation of season 15. And also for my brain to feel like, you know, the hours and hours <laughs> of reality TV we just consumed was in some way productive. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's questionable. But yeah, I wanted to start with kind of how you got into drag, because my story is very simple. You got me into it. <laughs> um, but I imagine it's a little more interesting for you. Uh, it. Kind of is. I
0: mean, where I started to get into drag was watching um, All of Stars 2 on um, Wild Presents Plus because it was free for a little bit there. And I ended up falling in love with Alaska for a little bit there mm-hmm. when I was watching everything in Katya. And then it made me want to go back and rewatch everything from season three up. Once with you, then I watched like season one and
1: season two and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went. We started also at season four, and then couldn't get enough once we finished it, so we went back and watched all of it. Felt like it was only fitting if we were going to talk about it on a podcast, so... Yeah. Yeah, I think the plan is to count down our top five favorite seasons Mm -hmm. of Drag Race, five to one, Um, and this could include, you know, regular seasons, all-star seasons, Um, we haven't watched anything internationally yet, or at least I haven't watched a full season, I don't think.
0: I haven't watched anything international besides just clips on youtube of certain stuff
1: from like all star seven so maybe something uh we could revisit at another time yeah definitely maybe 2023 will be consumed with international drag race and we'll have a <laughs> we'll have a sequel podcast i think so awesome so do you want to go first with your number five or should i i kind of want to hear yours first
0: and see where it goes
1: Okay. So I will say that we have not talked about this. We have somehow kept quiet about this for over, almost a year, um, <laughs> as to where our favorite seasons rank. I have a slight feeling that ours are going to be pretty different, but we'll we'll see if I end up being correct. <laughs> mm, I, I think I'm going to agree with you on that one. <laughs> okay. My number five favorite season of Drag Race, my fifth favorite season, is season 14. So. Hmm. This is, in a lot of ways, the season that allowed me to fall in love with Drag Race because, you know, we were going back and starting with season four and watching it kind of in chronological order, Mm -hmm. Um, but we were also watching this as it aired, so a lot of references went over my head, but this was the first season where I truly fell in love with the cast. I mean, in some ways, it was the first or second season (laughs) I was watching, but... You know, I had so many favorites from the season from, like, Willow Pill, who ended up winning. I guess, spoilers. We're going to spoil everything that's happened in Drag Race so far. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Willow Pill, Cornbread, Lady Camden, Bosco, all people that, like, I immediately followed on Instagram. I'm still excited by all of their work. I also think, and maybe we'll get into this, the less focused on drama editing yeah definitely is a big benefit for like me personally and what I enjoy um that'll probably be reflected in my top five <laughs> um but yeah no, know they're just I really enjoyed the cast and all the challenges for this season and I think the focus on you know real life struggles particularly with gender mm. um having so many of the queens be trans or somewhere on that gender spectrum uh really made for an emotional season in a way that was fulfilling and left me more connected to the cast than I ever thought I would be
0: definitely Wait. we forgot to mention that we were going to do favorite lip sync with each season as well
1: yes that is correct so I guess I'll um lay that on you I this is probably not going to be surprising my favorite one. Oh, is it, it is it the the three v obviously George's had to be in my favorite lip sync yeah um and i think the particular one i chose was lady Camden, George's in nigeria lip syncing to beyonce's radio this was probably the one we watched the most
0: yeah and i really think that all three of them should have just been moved on after that it shouldn't have just been one of them winning that lip sync but
1: (laughs) yeah it was it was definitely one of the rare chances where a triple crowning triple win would have been in order yeah but yeah so that's my fifth favorite season lay on
0: me your number five <laughs> so i think i might throw you off with my number five when i've been really thinking about it i think this is like the first all-star season that i wasn't really sure who was gonna win i would have to say that number five would be for me all-star six six.
1: Ooh. okay okay i'm not surprised that this is in your top five. Oh, okay i i don't know where i would have put it but you, you spoke very highly of this season so
0: i definitely it was one of the seasons where like i mentioned before i didn't know who was going to win and then it at the same time having kylie win after being gone for 11 years at that point and then having someone from season two win is just so awesome and now we have another person i mean i haven't watched it yet but i've heard how raja o'hara just won canada's drag race first drag queen to compete three times and finally break the record oh true you're right yeah because jujubee all of them Mm -hmm. that have been on it three times have always failed but finally someone has broken the record so now we have two queens from all-star six in the hall of fame so it's like
1: how can he not pick that yeah somewhere that's awesome yeah and such a deserving win, like that's mm. another season where, you know, anyone in the top four top four plus Silky, <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. have been mad winning. But Sonique definitely deserved it. And then just that that through line of her story is special.
0: I love Eureka, but at the same time, I wish Silky would have won the last lip sync just for story arc and having her go that far and just at least be in the top four, but at least luckily, she's been proven to be just as fierce competitor on stage as well as off
1: stage absolutely yeah yeah great (laughs) pick
0: and then i think my lip sync from that season might not be a surprise no it's a sonique and manila yep definitely (laughs) (laughs) what song do they do dirty by christina aguilera okay how can you forget that song at this point (laughs) in the great words of peppermint i only saw two things one, one and, and two one and
1: two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah no that's awesome that's an amazing lip sync and that was really fun watching that with you because you were so excited leading up to it yeah and then we were both just like fully engrossed and then at the i will always remember at the end you were like i love manila but she got destroyed. Yeah, she did not
0: stand a chance. <laughs> she didn't. She
1: was not winning that lip sync from the very start. <laughs> and I, I think that lip sync is probably a decent reason Sonique won. Because I feel like every winner needs like one or two iconic, yeah. unforgettable moments. And that was definitely one of hers.
0: I do want to say that, granted that is my favorite lip sync, I just want to mention that when Laganja came out in her lip sync against Trinity K. Bonet, is still pretty good it rivals i should say those two but at the same time i just i can't get over sonique and destroying manila
1: <laughs> i also love silky's uh solo barbie oh yes definitely uh, lip sync that was so fun and so so silky <laughs> honestly awesome <laughs> my number four is season 12 okay winner jada essence hall Alongside Crystal Method and GG Good. So, this was the first season where they had kind of the nicer editing, that I would yeah. call it. And we've talked a lot about off mic how this is largely because of having to edit out She Who Shall Not Be Named. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to bother.
0: Yeah, everyone, wh- whoever's listening to this will know the story by now.
1: I hope so. <laughs> but in some ways, I think that was kind of a silver lining for the show. Because it realized, like, oh, people aren't necessarily coming for the drama like you might in a Big Brother or, Mm -hmm. you know, a Survivor. They're coming because they love drag and they love these queens and they love the challenges and just the whole sentiment of the show. Um, So we don't need to force fights on these people. That being said, when they organically happen, like, (laughs) I already talked about season 14, Jasmine versus Maddie. Like, those are still good television. But... They don't necessarily have to be coerced into arguing. Definitely. I I see what you mean. It
0: definitely is one of those seasons where you fall in love with the queens and then they fight because they're just in there in the pressure cooker of drag yeah. race at that point. Just waiting for one of them to burst at this point. Like <laughs> Heidi, once she finally lost it, when they're all attacking Aiden Zane.
1: Yeah, Heidi wasn't even in my list of favorite queens from the season because I like jotted down a few names. But, oh, I love Heidi. And I think that's a big component of what makes something my favorite season is just like overall how much did i love the cast not like one particular queen or two particular queens yeah i mean i've been singing the praises of Gigi good since (laughs) we watched uh this season i maintain that she has the best track record of anyone on drag race with (laughs) four wins and zero lip syncs even if she didn't you know ultimately take the crown but i just thought this was such a fun season to watch and um it well it'll probably come up again later because some of my favorite challenges are from this season oh okay and then what about your favorite lip sync my favorite lip sync from season 12 is in the finale the head lip sync oh bring back my girls so (laughs) alfie's rolling his (laughs) eyes because i strongly believe that gg good won this I strongly believe that
0: Jada won it because how she was going in and out of the frame and moving more than Gigi and Crystal were. But who am I? (laughs) Just the guy who showed him Drag Race. (laughs) Yeah, what do you know? (laughs) Yeah, so season 12, my number four. Nice. Are you ready for my number four spot? I am. It was hard because I wanted to put season 12. I will say that we almost had the same exact one for that one, but I ended up going with season 13. Okay. Because I really love season 12 and I feel like season 13, they kept the same editing style as season 12, but it was, you got the full story and everything and just Simone winning Rosé being, and then rewatching it actually really quick side note with Rosé, how they're like, Rosé doesn't have a personality. Where's the personality? And it's like, where do you not see that the whole time and then having candy and got mick in there as well and then honestly all of it <laughs> I, there's not even one moment that i really can it's just the whole season it's like the one season that i always go back and watch all the lip syncs from oh really yeah oh that's awesome especially for the one between simone and olivia lux yep. where they do break my heart where she spins around and her two um braids just wrap around her i just love that i don't know why it's just whenever queens do anything where anything wraps around them they as they spin
1: i can't get over it because when you when they're walking on the runway you don't really see the dynamic nature of their outfit until they have to lip sync if they do have to lip sync so it's always fun luckily
0: that time she was in the top not in the bottom since it was the first episode so it wasn't yes competing to not leave or anything (laughs) the only thing that i should say was a downside of putting it in number four is that i didn't really care for the pork chop part where everyone was like oh we're sending someone home
1: like it's a nice little thing to do but at the same time that's it's kind of (laughs) cheesy it is and i should have mentioned this when i was talking about it but season 12 i feel like does the best split opening of where it's obvious that it's kind of two different groups Mm. and then you lip sync for a win bring them all together and then the show starts it's a it's a long time before someone gets eliminated (laughs) yeah but i i really enjoy um kind of the way they did that and i hope if they're doing more split openings like in season 15 it kind of fits that format
0: i definitely i'm glad that they picked that up from season six since they started in season six left it alone and then picked it back up it definitely is a nice way to feel like you're actually getting to know each one and it kind of forces them to be like this is who this is and not be like we're just pushing this queen to the back because <laughs> she goes home first so
1: this actually dovetails really nicely into my number three because my number three is season 13 <laughs> nice yeah a lot of the reasons you already mentioned i love the top five i'd say because i really like olivia maybe top six because i like utica olivia and then all the finalists i mean got simone those are Probably two of my favorite queens ever Mm. from the show, Um, especially Mick. I just find him absolutely hilarious. and Obviously, (laughs) his fashion sense is iconic. The season just has so much energy and a lot of heart. And again, kind of talking to the overall, you know, game, the overall performance of all of the queens. Yeah. Like, there are some phenomenal queens that go home pretty early, and I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of see an all-star six season 11 situation where half of an all-stars cast is from season 13. Like how half of all-star six was from season 11. Yeah. Like I said, I definitely agree with everything you just said, except for your favorite lip sync oh, from no. the season. Cause my favorite and I would have thought it would have been your favorite too, since you were just watching it is Denali versus Kamara Hall. Oh, a hundred percent pure love.
0: That definitely is a close number, too. Yeah. But to start off the season with Simone, it's hard to compare her, even though Denali's awesome. (laughs) She sets the bar really high. She does. Right away. And I love Candy Muses' intro lip sync, too. (laughs) Oh, where she picks up the um, jukebox and turns it on, then turns it off at the end. Yes. I will say that, um, speaking of Kimura Hall and Denali, at least camora hall still tried during the lip sync even though it was futile because it was denali but at least she still given the fact that she had this heavy train on she still
1: was able to do it definitely and it's a testament to the talent of that season overall that camora hall goes home first you know because she seems awesome in her own right but it's just her competitors were insane Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> i've been doing the denali thing <laughs> around the apartment and i love her show that she has now on wow percents plus or whatever it is where uh with the ice skating and different queens. oh
0: yes and how um just recently her and willow right yep. that was a more recent video that they posted of them skating across the ice rink and everything yep
1: so yeah the season featured a very deserving winner and a lot of queens that i'm excited to see more of So, my number three, and your number four, season 13.
0: Yep. Are you ready for my number three? Because this actually corresponds to your number five. Okay. Mine is season 14 for number three.
1: Top three. I would not have guessed.
0: Yeah, I definitely would have guessed it wasn't going to make it. But when I was really thinking about all of them, it's like, there's reasons why it's so hard. I mean, look. And you went through it as well, making the list. It's so hard eliminating them at the same time as it is. But with season 14, I feel like I had to bump it up. I originally had it at like four, but I bumped it up a little bit higher. I wanted to have it at three because it was one. It was the one that you kind of fell in love with, Drag Race. So I kind of wanted to have it in the list somewhere. But at the same time, like overall, like season 14, like, I was so excited for cornbread and then it ended up being that she had to go home because of her ankle. And then granted, I felt like we talked about with season 14, there was like that absence, but it wasn't like it was an absence of like, there is no more cornbread. It's a whole new season almost. It felt like, but it was like, I still fell in love with everyone. It was just almost like we just started a new season, three episodes in yep. kind of thing.
1: Yeah, thank God it wasn't like a season eight situation because I feel like season eight is like the Bob show. And yeah. in some ways, I'm fine with that because I love Bob, but I will really love a season if there are a bunch of queens I like. And yeah, the hole was felt with Cornbread Missing, but mm-hmm. you know, there was still a very large pie, if you will, <laughs> carry the metaphor, <laughs> um, that you could enjoy for the rest of the season.
0: Definitely. It definitely didn't feel like she was going to like a sure thing she was gonna win but it was like she was gonna be in the top at the end of the day i wouldn't trade the top five for anybody and i wouldn't want to not trade it for cornbread at the same time so it's so hard
1: yeah yeah hopefully we see more from her as well uh maybe it's not on drag race but just uh it seems like she's gonna be in movies or traveling around the world doing a doing work the world tours or christmas tour or whatever it might be so definitely someone i look up to
0: and i'll always see her in brendan rogers videos since that's when i was (laughs) exposed to her the first time and i will say that our my favorite favorite lip sync is as well the three of them both camden or all three camden angeria and um Georges. it definitely was a great lip sync and I never heard that Beyonce song until then, and now I can't get it out of my head. What? Really? Yeah. I've never heard that song. Oh, wow. What a gift. Honestly. (laughs) You were to be given from the three of them. (laughs) Yep.
1: And even though I had heard the song, you know, a handful of times before that lip sync, I now think about that lip sync when I hear it. So that's awesome. Hey, our lists aren't too different. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Out of order. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
1: Okay, cool. Are you ready for my number two? Yep. It's fitting because it's All-Stars Season 2. Ooh, that makes me wonder if I already know what your number one is. You probably do. Um, But no spoilers. All-Stars Season 2 benefits so much from the fact that there is a four-year gap between All-Stars 1 and All-Stars 2. Definitely. We've talked about that a lot, but being able to pull queens from season five as we mentioned season seven in katya and ginger Mm. and even going back to season two which i hadn't watched at this point um and getting to meet tatiana (laughs) who i just adore and she's an awesome addition to the season it's just like we've talked about some star-studded casts of the show so far in our rankings yeah but this has got to be
0: the most star-studded honestly because like everyone that was on all-stars
1: 2 was in some way iconic in their own way before and after the season Mm -hmm. just someone as iconic as coco going home first and then being followed by like tatiana and ginger and those are just like three powerhouses of the show and of the season and you know this has some of that Good drama between Ralaska Talks and everyone else <laughs> that makes for good TV, but it also has, you know, some really memorable runways, some very fun challenges, and one of the best songs for the finale. Oh, the Girl Group Challenge? Is that what it's called? Where they do the Reju yeah. Wrote You? Yeah, it's Girl Group Challenge. Oh, okay. Like, uh, well, yeah. I would count it as a Girl Group Challenge kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, it's not to spoil some of the other stuff coming later, but it's one of my favorite girl group challenges. Um, this season is firing on all cylinders for me, and I wouldn't be surprised if we talk about it again. But maybe my last little piece is my favorite lip sync. Can you guess?
0: Uh, Let me guess. Tatiana versus Alyssa.
1: Yep. Shut up and dance. This might be my favorite lip sync of the entire show.
0: It really is the bar to, for me, you, a lot of people, where it's like, is this better than (laughs) don't, or shut up and drive, or is it worse than it? So it's always, Mm -hmm. it is that lip sync that everything gets compared to, to see how good
1: it is. Both like the performance itself, just those three minutes, and then also like everything before and everything after is just so perfect. I love this season. I love that lip sync. We got to see Alyssa and Katya live in 2022, which is Ah, uh, gag so <laughs> gorge so gorge. good um yeah that's my number two
0: hmm it's an interesting number two i think you might be thrown off by my number two in a way because i would say that my number two would be all star seven really yeah wow okay tell me more so it can't compete with nostalgia of my number one i will say first so if it wasn't for the nostalgia that i get from the number one then i wouldn't make it my number one so it's an honorary number one (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i would say that it's so good in the sense of you have all these iconic winners coming back and competing i mean granted a lot of them have talked about how they are unhappy with the editing and i will agree with a lot of what they say but just to have such powerhouses and being introduced to like the vivian and not knowing anything very much about her besides like the trump memes that i've yeah. seen that sh- of her doing uh, just being introduced to her seeing jinx get crowned for a second time and seeing literally the top four that i clocked right when they walked through the doors you did yeah yeah just seeing shane uh monet trinity and jinx all in the top four and then having raja win um the she done already had herses yep. and just such an iconic season such an iconic stuff that happens in that season and like every challenge except for like i would have wanted maybe the designing challenges to be a little bit more complex since they're all so much sewers in that yeah season but in the sense of like they made complex outfits like awesome outfits but i would have wanted the stakes that they had to make them to be higher
1: yeah that's so interesting um i totally agree with everything you're saying um in a lot of ways this was my introduction to a lot of the queens because i don't know what season we were at when this started airing maybe season eight not season
0: eight it would have been like season nine i think because i didn't want you seeing all stars anything from all stars three so we were right on the peak of All-Stars 3 because I didn't want you to get spoiled. Spoiler alert, Ben of the being eliminated. Yeah, yeah. And they even talked about in All-Stars 4, Manila being eliminated, so you kinda got that spoiled a little
1: too soon, in a sense. It, yeah. The spoiling is, like, frustrating, but I think it's worth it to watch it live because yeah. it is so much fun being able to watch it, not only with you, but, like, the culture every week and ha- be able to engage in that discourse, which... You know, I don't get to do with all the earlier seasons, um, but I can now.
0: Yeah. It was a give and take moment of give you the feel of watching it in live form, but Mm -hmm. risk how much they're going to spoil their original seasons and everything.
1: Yeah. But yeah, this is, I mean, almost all of them. I'll just say all of them are like some of my favorite queens. Mm. I mean, I didn't know Viv, but I know her now and she's definitely up there for me. I will say a little peek behind the curtain this was my number five and then everyone complained about the editing and i was like i gotta bump you to number six so sort of last minute this switched with season 14 but in terms of how much i enjoy the season it would be in my top five but i maybe for dubious reasons i took that into consideration for my ranking (laughs) i definitely am really shocked i thought i was gonna
0: be like your number one or something oh really well yeah because it's like it's the season where I feel like they all get every all the winners in that season all get to shine and show who they really are and how much they've grown like I remember talking to you about how Jada I was like I didn't realize Jada was this funny in her original season and have them all be relaxed and like no one's going home so they're like they're still competing for the crown and the win and the stars each week but they're so much more relaxed to where they're having fun and also competing at
1: the same time Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean in some ways maybe it makes sense to just do the top (laughs) six because i do love this season so much um and maybe the editing didn't showcase what the queens the contestants wanted to see of themselves but comedy wise this might be one of the best edited seasons because, like, <laughs> I the, know what you're gonna talk about—the cut with Jada where she's like, "There never, re- there really never is enough time back here," and she's just covered in black paint.
0: <laughs> that one, or when um the discourse is happening when Evie's <laughs> dancing and um I think it's Jada who's playing the xylophone and everything, and Shay's just sitting there like just annoyed <laughs> yeah, <laughs> glaring, and then random shots of trinity and monet having their secret talks
1: and jinx just coming into (laughs) frame so what are we talking about are we forming an alliance (laughs) so obvious and i I love her just being that like annoying little sibling (laughs) yeah that's just waiting yeah but i will mention really quick
0: my favorite lip sync from that one i think would have to be a tie okay and it's both of them with monet and Shay
1: really so old mcdonald is as good as the first one uh, uh,
0: yeah <laughs> it it really is it's two iconic people that really go um at each other when lip-syncing yep it, it's <laughs> how about this even though it's old mcdonald it still was a joy to watch even though i was like <laughs> what the f- <laughs> i was still like what are they doing at the moment yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's hard to argue when it's those two yeah. doing anything. Um and also the outfits in both of those lip syncs. Honestly, like Chef's Kiss.
0: I know I wanted to mention it when you said All Stars 2, but like thinking about who carries over those two seasons, like All Stars 2 and All Stars 7, like Detox carries each runway, All Stars 2. And yep. like it is almost at least for me really hard to figure out who really carries the runways between like shay trinity um vivian even though she doesn't wear blue um (laughs) like all of jada yeah jada like they all bring it Mm -hmm. every episode where it's like almost impossible to really be like i love your look and be like
1: but i hate the other ones like (laughs) yeah trying to it was always like no one did bad but who did the best this, Honestly, this episode. And maybe that was some of the editing, but I wouldn't doubt if, you know, they all gave a near excellent performance every week. Definitely. So, shall we move to our favorite mm. seasons? Yeah, I'm interested to know what one this is. My favorite season of Drag Race is season nine. Oh, I adore season nine. Just let me lay on you the cast of season nine, which you know, but I'm going to do it for rhetorical reasons. <laughs> you got the top four, Sasha, Shea Coulee, Trinity, Peppermint. And then on top of that, you've got Aja, Eureka, Nina Bonina Brown. You've got the Miss Congeniality slash fan favorite, Valentina, who provides <laughs> some awesome tv even if she isn't you know performing at the highest caliber i'd like to keep it on please (laughs) (laughs) i just all of these queens are so talented right from the get-go but they somehow exceed themselves throughout the season and then going beyond i mean we were just talking about shay and trinity Mm -hmm. like they're amazing in this season and they only go up from here and you know the challenges are fun the duo challenge between uh shay and sasha is so much fun and i've rewatched <laughs> that a handful of times which one the um, the one where they're like the teats and ask yep <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah they do pair up multiple times huh this is where it really hit for me like all-star season two is a lot of fun but there are some annoying aspects mm-hmm. but like they kind of have a charm to them season nine is just it nails it for me maybe my most controversial drag opinion drag race opinion Hmm. Sasha deserved to win this season maybe I'm blinded by the fact that I know Shay got a (laughs) win of her own in an all-star season but I would have been happy with any of the top four winning to be completely honest
0: I I will agree with you on that one I need Peppermint
1: to come back for an all-star season win yep (laughs) and then you have all four of them with a crown yep I mean, this is the season with the most crowns, right? Does any other season have three?
0: I believe this is the one with the most, yeah. Because it's definitely at least the one with almost the full top four yeah. that make it to the finale. Because when I really think about it, I don't think there's any other season that has three winners from it.
1: A handful have two, but I don't think yeah. any other have three. So, yeah, everything about this season I love. The f- My favorite lip sync? Can you guess it?
0: i want to say it's obvious and that it's sasha versus shay it is (laughs) so
1: emotional just i can't even like put to words how mind-blowing that was (laughs) and i had already seen it because you had showed me clips before but but once i had the full context oh it was it was next level i had to show you clips to try
0: to get you interested in watching them and
1: but don't sleep on sasha versus peppermint Because, yeah, I I watch that all the time, just so I can see Sasha taking off that bottom part of her face covering mask, which is both an awesome callback and just a beautiful, beautiful outfit. You know, we talk about someone just carrying the runways. I think you can make the case for a lot of people in this season. But Sasha, for me, is just, you know, so innovative. She definitely is innovate that's my solution thank you i was trying (laughs) to remember the part (laughs) also one of my favorite songs i could gush about this season forever but i am dying to know your number one (sighs) it's
0: hard to compete with season nine being your number one i will say but my number one is because i i just i don't know why i love this season so much it's season six no way I was gonna guess either All Stars Two or Season Five. Ah, uh, Season Five. Hmm. I don't think it, it could be my number one. All Stars Two is a good guess too. I definitely was going back between All Stars Two and Season Six because I'm like I need to have one of them in my top list, and I want to reserve the top number one spot for one of them. Yep. So it, it's it's so hard that I. It's so bad that I didn't include All-Stars 2 at all in my ranking, but I'm like, I I need to include all or Season 6 of the regular seasons, because it's just, oh, you get such iconic people like Adore, yep. Bianca, Courtney Act, Trinity K. Bonet, and now after seeing Trixie and Katya live, Kelly Mantle being able to being <laughs> exposed to her more and everything and not wanting her back for an all-star season like just her with her little hands the whole time and (laughs) she was so funny like she was really slept on in her season and Mm -hmm. i really wish she didn't go home first and everything but i just it's just something about season six that it's you got bianca's quick wit you got Darian Lake versus La Creme. You have La Creme who you're introduced to, who later goes on to destroy All Stars three, and then yep. breaks the system by eliminating herself. Like, <laughs> it's just it's such an iconic group of people where each episodes good each episode it's like you got laganja who's now medicated (laughs) (laughs) in her ways and now is dropping from the ceiling on all-star six as a lip-sync assassin like there's so many iconic people that come from that season it's such an early season yeah and like when you look at season five it's like top five top six are, like, the most iconic from it. You got the top, same, almost roughly the same for season four. Like, in season six, it just feels like all of them now are getting to be, like, iconic in their own way. Mm -hmm. And, like, are still coming and everything. Like, some problematic, won't name who and everything, but... So, sometimes they're a little problematic, but at the same time, they give good (laughs) television, as they have said in the past, so... (laughs) I don't know it's just it's such a great season and it's like the first season that I really fell in love with when I was watching all of them and it's the first season that I really clicked with so I had to have it even though I was introduced to all of them from season two or all-star season two I was introduced to like the world of drag but like season six was where it was like this is the show for me
1: yep oh that's so cool any favorite challenges or I
0: would say that um my favorite lip sync is trinity k bonet versus milk because okay. it's, like, it's such a moment where it's, like, you think Milk's gonna win. And then Trendy busts out with her 80s look to salt and pepas What a Man. It's just an iconic lip sync to be, like, she took down a powerhouse and was, like, I'm still here. And then having the story arc with her and Bianca and how I still think they should have won the challenge <laughs> um They were paired up together instead of a door in Laganja, but... And I think Michelle would agree with me since she was, like, <laughs> How, I'm surprised. And, or, sorry, Lagan just said, I'm surprised. And then Michelle was like, so am I. <laughs> yeah. Uh. But that and then my favorite overall challenge would have to be the Rusical. And the shade, the Rusical. It was just, it was such a good Rusical. And, like, I mentioned this the other day on the recording on Apple Music. You can hear Michelle laughing in the background. <laughs> like
1: such a great season that's awesome yeah that's that's really cool because i don't think i this was probably in the middle for me mm-hmm. but hearing you talk about you know all of the great queens that were on this season and how much they've grown and then also all the different iconic challenges and moments yeah um makes me want to go back and rewatch it right <laughs> <laughs> if we just start over we get started season five this time oh <laughs> uh, no not again i want to watch the episodes that i want to <laughs> yeah. yeah we need a new show no that's that's awesome okay so ours overlapped a little bit but not we... as much mm-hmm. we both kind of had some from drag race's past and drag race's you know drag race's present <laughs> drag race's future no. drag race's future so We've counted down our favorite seasons. Yep. I'm so glad I finally know all yours. I feel like I have a better understanding of like what you like from Drag Race now that I actually have been able to have this conversation with you. Now we're going to talk a little bit about some of our favorite challenges and, you know, moments, stuff like that. And I think it seems fitting to start with favorite reunion. So I went first when it came to season. So maybe if you want to go first for these.
0: So favorite reunion definitely is not. A season that's in my top five, but it's a season that's in your top five. Season nine. (laughs) Season (laughs) nine is a great season nine reunion, especially with Valentina winning Miss Congeniality and them all calling her out, saying that she's not congenial and everything, and just the organicness of like everything that happens in that reunion, like. It's just a a cool reunion. And I love
1: watching the moment of Shay being like, do I look upset to you? (laughs) (laughs) It's just awesome. Yeah. That's I'm glad season nine fit in somewhere on
0: your list. What about you? What's your favorite reunion? Uh,
1: See, hearing you talk about it, I'm like, is it season nine? But I think I'm going to stick to my guns and say one more season 10. I think the mix of like, the drama with the vixen mm-hmm. and asia o'hara's whole reaction and then rue's reaction to that you know rue has that great quote that i think about a lot where she was like i was ostracized by white people for being black by black people for being gay by gay people for being too femme and you know rue has had a problematic <laughs> <laughs> history i believe that people should be allowed to grow uh, but we shouldn't you know ignore some of the rough patches and the early parts of her career and even the later parts of her career (laughs) and the not parts of her career (laughs) and the present of her career. But I think she is really wise. And I think her whole reaction to that situation really was something I enjoyed seeing, but then also Asia O'Hara's, you know, kind of genuine reaction. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's definitely, um, it's a good thing to look at for, it's like you have the two conflicting things where it's like, we want, the vixen there and it's also like rue is also there to stir the pot with everyone like you know you know what you're getting into when you sign up for the show where it's like they have full control over what it is and like we've talked about i agree with a lot of the stuff that the vixen brought up and everything and it sucks that a lot
1: of it played out the way it did yeah it does um but yeah i think you gotta have a thick skin to go on this show yeah, um, and it's easier said than done. But <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think all the people who made it far are able to kind of internalize and then push away. <laughs> <laughs> um I think what puts this reunion over the top for me is Monet's reaction faces through the whole thing of her just like looking at the camera, like during it. I
0: and then Monique's reactions as well.
1: Yep. Oh yeah, just the pairing of the two of yeah, them. Yeah, is...
0: just both of them.
1: So great, and yeah, so. That's my favorite union. Although season nine is a very close second. Nice. Next is favorite makeover challenge. Ooh. I think you should go first on the favorite makeover challenge. Because uh, I wonder if... I wrote down three. But I think I'm just going to say my number one. And then okay. maybe we can talk about it. Okay. The other ones too. <laughs> Fittingly, season nine. With the cast and crew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, wintergreen, <laughs> perfection. There's a reason she keeps coming back. I mean, she works there, but <laughs> <laughs> she keeps coming back in drag. <laughs> her, her alter ego keeps coming back. It's just so fun and positive. And I do think there's a value in putting people that aren't gay in drag because, you know, I think it's just another form of expression in art yeah. and... You know, I hope Maddie Morphosis, I always want to say Maddie Morpheus as if she's from the (laughs) Matrix. Um, I hope she's kind of uh, the beginning of, you know, straight people, maybe not necessarily being on Drag Race, but seeing like, you know, I can be into makeup. I can be into looking good in feminine clothes. Like, I don't think being gay is necessarily like a precursor for drag. Yeah. So I think there's a value in having that yeah and it's just a fun wholesome episode
0: it's hard because i want to agree with you <laughs> that season nine's such a good one but at the same time i kind of like season 11s okay even though at the same time brooklyn wins the challenge <laughs> only because not because it's brooklyn i know i have my problem no i'm kidding <laughs> um no because i do think Vanji should have won that makeover challenge because yeah. vanjie and Ariel really looked identical Mm -hmm. there's no doubt about it but plastic tiara and brooklyn were really good too but i really do think it should have went to vanji but i feel like it was such a good um challenge and then it was also like such kind of a good drama episode because they all said that evie should go home yep and he almost had the evie versus silky lip sync but they put nina west in the bottom and that's another controversial thing that nina west went home over silky in that episode yeah but silky has grown from that so she has proven that she is the lip sync assassin on all star six so absolutely but yeah i would have to say overall that challenge that episode would be ranked a little higher than season nine Mm -hmm.
1: for me so season nine to season 12 is just like an awesome run of makeover challenges because season nine we talked about season 10 is the YouTubers which I'm, oh. I'm born and bred on YouTube so I knew all <laughs> of them so maybe that's why I put it so high season 11 like you just mentioned and then season 12 they get to do the drag race superfans. so oh yeah I forgot that they do that for season 12 all four of those that was kind of like the renaissance or not even the renaissance because it was kind of iffy in the before yeah <laughs> the like golden era of the makeover challenge so. i should
0: say the only makeover challenge that we watched where it was allies in the sense it was season three because that was where they had the jocks and everything with manila and everything yeah those were
1: pretty good that was a good because i think we both saw some of them were straight and we were like oh no yeah like is this season four again like <laughs> next up who is your favorite run on a single season? I'm favorite really curious run. about this answer. hmm
0: that's tough. There's so many that
1: to choose from at that point. Do I have to name one or can I name three? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just named three makeover challenges so you can name three.
0: Okay so in no particular order because I feel like it's just my top one top of three <laughs> um, or top three of one. However, you want to put it, <laughs> um, it would have to be Benalacrem in All Stars Three, Shea Kule in Season Nine, and then mm, I would have to say Simone in Season Thirteen. Interesting, I yeah, I see that because she has like you have Benalacrem who dominates the first three challenges then sends herself home as we talked about and then you have shay who has four wins and one bottom and everything and then you have simone who granted she was in the bottom twice but she was able to pick herself up from the bottom and win the season
1: yep simone especially really wears her heart on her sleeve during that whole moment which is yeah cool to see in a way
0: such another great lip sync from season 13 with Simone and Utica. It's mm-hmm. such a good lip sync when she does the raises her hand and like softly does the lyrics of the song. It's so good.
1: I actually think both of them are really good lip syncers. Like I like Utica versus um, Tina Burner as well.
0: Yeah, that, that one's a really good one too where her dressed up as um, a swamp witch kind <laughs> of thing. Yep. But what about you?
1: So I wrote this question. And I read this question because of my answer. The answer came <laughs> before the question. And it's Ben DeLaCreme on All-Stars 3. Oh, I'm shocked. I thought it was going to be Gigi. <laughs> <laughs> True. I really liked Ben DeLaCreme in Season 6. And she was a name I put down. Because I would always try and guess who would be on All-Stars. A little game play. Um, I would always put her name down. And I was so happy to see her walk in the door right away for All-Stars 3. I just adore her. She is so funny. She is so professional. Yeah which is very clear seeing her live with Jinx earlier or a couple months ago. Amazing. She can do comedy. She can lip sync. She can really do anything that you ask of her. And just dominating all of those challenges. And then like you mentioned, being like, I got what I wanted out of this. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm not going to give you what you want. You understand why it might be frustrating um, because, you know, as Ed Norton says in Glass Onion. <laughs> no one wants the true system broken. I didn't get to do my top ten movies of this year because my, my brother has seen no movies. <laughs> so this is this is it seeping into this podcast. He just wants to be a disrupt A disrupter. disruptor. Yeah. <laughs> that that's it. I just want to hang out with Janelle Monet. Hey, <laughs> and she's gonna be on season 15. Yes, it all circles back. <laughs> um yeah, Ben Olacram, just best part about All Stars 3. And that season takes a significant nosedive once she eliminates herself. But hey, more power to her. Yeah. Now, for the most interesting
0: part, I think. His favorite song verse. Okay.
1: You want to go first or me?
0: I think we should both do two. Or do you have more than one?
1: I have a bunch written down oh you have a bunch of random so if you do two i feel like two of them are going to be my list so maybe i'll bring up a different two A different two okay so i'll go first <laughs>
0: um i would have to say that my top two ones would be rose and lucky because it's such a like you're, she's like oh i'm gonna rap and it's like what is she doing? Like, what is she saying? Like, <laughs> I didn't realize she was going to rap like that. Like, such a great verse on there. And then I'd have to give it to Katya for number one. There's yep. no way you can't mention
1: Katya's verse when talking about something like this. So good. In some ways, it's the easy answer, but it's also the right answer. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> so I had both of them. I wrote down a long list. I had both of them in there. Um, Maybe I won't focus on any particular one, I'll just list them if that's cool. Yeah, go ahead. Shea Coulee, season nine. Another easy answer, but totally deserved. Maybe my favorite ever, <laughs> if I had to pick between her and Katya. Evie Oddly, season eleven. Sasha and Peppermint also season nine. Got Mick in season thirteen. I also wrote down Rose <laughs> Rose and Katya. Um so many good verses over the show's history.
0: Jinx in the most recent season. Yes. And um legendaries. Um oh, legends. F- I forgot about that. Evie again in All-Star 7 and Together Forever.
1: Yep. When she's the robot. Yeah. Uh, there have been some real stinkers when it comes to verses on this show, but there have been some like genuinely great <laughs> lyrics that have come out of it. The only thing about being a stinker is that sometimes you can become a Roxy Andrews and have it become <laughs> iconic. So True. True. You know, a broken clock is right <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> because... This is why you brought me here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you've already said it. But Favorite Rousical? Rousical,
0: overall, favorite rusical, I would actually have to say, would be... I, I should say that season six Ruzical is just a great one because it, it makes the season great because it's the first great one. But I would have to say my favorite Rousical would be um Madonna same the unauthorized r- rusical that one is so good like
1: rusical is not my favorite challenge that they do mm-hmm. so my favorite is the madonna one from season 11 or season 12 sorry and it's not even close <laughs> like, <laughs> i thought that one was amazing um so this was an easy choice for me yeah
0: definitely it's like for me it's like season six started i started falling in love with the rusicals but there you can't even compare season six to season 12
1: like (laughs) jan crystal and Gigi all give awesome awesome performances and jada too sexy um madonna era oh my god how could i forget she's so fun in that in her little bit it's such a quick verse it feels like yeah okay and it feels fitting to end on this in a way for our favorites breakdown favorite snatch game and you can do either overall or single performance or both. Um, whatever. Whatever floats mm. your boat.
0: So I want to say that it's the first half. One of my mentions of Snatch Game would be the first half of All-Stars 5. With um, <laughs> B and Shay. Yep. Just the bouncing back and forth that they give. Like how... Um, I think it's after Jinx says how she'll sensibly walk over to the thermostat and turn it up to a sensible 74. (laughs) I think that's when Shea's on Flavor Flav goes, you know what? We should bang in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Such a great one. I wish, at the same time, I wish they were doing um, double wins that season so you can get both
1: of them in the top. Such a great snatch game yeah double win would have definitely been deserved my mom while we were snowed in over christmas was like show me show me some things from drag race like why do you like it so much (laughs) and i showed her a best of for shea coulée and she thought you know obviously her flavor Flay was funny but also juju's earther kit was so good
0: it was and uh, it's like i thought chi chi's was so good when I first saw it and then seeing Juju be do it it's so great
1: mm-hmm.
0: what about what's one for you
1: I didn't write down performance as much although I could definitely come up with some my favorite overall snatch game is season 13
0: oh yeah definitely with rose and the um scottish accent and everything
1: <laughs> yeah. and ro being like oh I say that all the time <laughs> Rose's scottish accent because she's what mary queen of scots right? yes yeah <laughs> simone's harriet tubman <laughs> where she forgets the one person's name um, or
0: whatever jennifer um she confuses her jennifers
1: yep and then candy muse is great but i mean obviously the star she is really good <laughs> is, got, is got mick i think that's hot <laughs> <laughs> got micks paris hilton is so funny and you can tell that she like knows her i mean obviously based on the beginning yeah but just for the whole performance uh it really captures Got Mick's very intellectual but still like accessible humor. Um he's one of my favorites, if you can't tell. I gush about <laughs> him a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. And then individual performances. Oof. Violet Chockey's Alyssa's pretty fun.
0: It is pretty funny. I would say that since you said season seven, I would also say granted I love Ginger and um uh Kennedy's performance and everything, but I just I can't get over Pearl's big ants just being like yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Pearl's great. I do love Ginger's Adele. I think she yeah, is so funny in that. So good. Eureka's, um, I don't know her name, which is probably a good thing.
0: Oh, Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo yep,
1: <laughs> is so funny. That's a good example of kind of doing the same joke <laughs> every time, but it getting funnier and funnier as opposed to getting like worn out. Like yeah. Trixie's Rue. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think also for me, it would be Bendel Krem's both performances in All Stars 3 and All Stars
1: 6. Or oh. Sorry, All Stars
0: 3 and Season 6. So true. Of the Paul, I can't think of his last name, the Paul guy that she does in All Stars 3. Weird. <laughs> bb throws the underwear at him and he goes carson i've been meaning to give these back to you and their thongs <laughs> uh uh and then just to mention it because it was so good i mean i wish we would be able to see more of like raja and stuff like that but all star seven snatch game was so good yes um, uh, and like viv being on um, the british i can't think of her name just being British at that point. <laughs> And Rue just being, uh-huh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and Trinity's the Devil is so yes. funny.
0: And then um, Jinx is both of hers at that point. Mm-hmm. Ju- Judy Garland and Natasha
1: Leone, Like, so good. They changed it to Drag Queen. Oh, yes. Rest in mm-hmm. peace. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... There have been, I mean, similar to the Versus, there have been some pretty rough Snatch Game performances, but there have also been some, you know, season show highlights. Yeah, From definitely. that challenge. Okay, so we're running long, but since we're right on the cusp of season 15, I am dying to know, you know, what you're looking forward to, now that it's on MTV, um, <laughs> and what you continue to get out of Drag Race 15 seasons in.
0: I'm definitely looking forward to seeing Sugar and Spice. Yep. I will say that since I saw them on TikTok for roughly almost a year before finding out that they were on Drag Race. And I'm excited to know what they're going to bring this season in a sense. Because I feel like what keeps me in love with Drag Race is that each season it feels like I'm more interested to see what the queens are bringing most of the time than really the challenges. But the challenges are really a good add-on at that point. I mean, why are you watching Drag Race if you're not watching it for the challenges as well? But I'm more excited for them learning new, getting to love New Queens. Kind of nervous about it being on MTV with (laughs) unnecessary drama. Hopefully they don't. They've been good the past few seasons, but you never know. Yeah. What about you? What do you feel the dread of getting to know <laughs> 16 new queens yet?
1: or I do, because we've talked about it where it's like, Ugh, am I going to love these queens as much as I've loved every other season? It feels yeah. like no, but obviously I'm going to. And I'm sure that repeats every year. Yeah, I'm excited for Sugar and Spice. I'm excited for Sasha Colby. Oh, yes. She seems like everyone's favorite drag queen's favorite drag queen, which is always a good sign. I'm also more excited by what the queens are going to bring. Uh, I think runways, I prefer over challenges, but I do love, you know, every aspect of the show. I have to if I'm going to watch 200 episodes (laughs) of it. But yeah, I think it's time for a plus size queen to win. And I'm really, I'm really hoping that one of them delivers a strong performance and can take the crown.
0: Definitely. I'm hoping that not just that, and then I hope that the acting challenge this season will be good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Since some of them have been. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty eh. No, I'm very excited. Uh yeah, I'll just close by saying thank you so much for getting me into the show. I can't teleport back to my headspace at the beginning of twenty twenty two, but I can only imagine it was an uphill battle in the beginning. Um but, you know, not only have I fallen in love with drag race, but I've fallen in love with drag and going to drag shows and paying attention to people's looks on Instagram and following all of that appreciating fashion and comedy and you know female impersonation in a way that i definitely didn't before watching this show um so i'm excited about the next few years of drag race and yeah thank
0: you <laughs> you're welcome i finally passed on the curse to you yeah <laughs> maybe one day i will be
1: free <laughs> the std that is uh drag race yeah yeah <laughs> they make a pill for it now (laughs) oh that's good that's good make it easy (laughs) yeah yeah it's
0: the ds of fire it's pretty (laughs) it's pretty intense
1: (laughs) awesome well thank you alfie for recording this podcast with me thank you for having me if you want to hear more from terry talks or any of the other podcasts i do feel free to follow me on instagram at clayton terry or just go back in the feed of the music platform podcast platform that you're currently listening to this on uh some real gems in the back catalog and hopefully some more to come so subscribe and like i said follow me at clayton terry on instagram but until then i'm clayton terry
0: i'm Melfred are
1: and thank you for listening
0: sashay away is that good or no <laughs> that'll work <laughs> or do you want me to do it more RuPaul? be like
1: sashay away I'm keeping all this in. (laughs)